Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, we would love to welcome you to the Build Your Success Podcast. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we'd like to build you so you can build others we do that through our coaching training, but we also do that through special guests we bring to the show. I am excited to have my friend, Captain Ryan Batchelor today. Captain Ryan is a military officer, a leadership consultant with 26 years of leadership experience. He's certified as a change your word facilitator for John Maxwell, and he's also a working genius facilitator with an aim for improving teamwork, team efficiency through leader development. He's passionate about climbing mountains, running, and reading. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you very much, uh, Brian. I really appreciate the invite today and have been looking forward to this for some time. So I'm uh, happy that we're going to be having this conversation today. Well, I am grateful to have you as going to be a co-author in volume two of Voices for Leadership. You've written an amazing article and a teaser for, for our audience. That's coming soon in the next few months. We're going to get that published and available for you to buy. So stay tuned for that. But Ryan's one of our authors there. He has joined about 40 additional authors for volume two and uh, really excited about get that off the ground, this volume two series we've been working on. But I'm going to ask Ryan the question we ask all of our guests. Captain Ryan, what does leadership and being a leader mean to you? Yeah, thanks, Brian, for that question. Luckily, I did know you were going to ask that because I've listened to some of your other guests. So, uh, of course, there's there's about uh, a million answers to this question, uh, but I'm going to answer it based on what it is that I do right now. And right now I'm the commander of a unit that has uh, 250 people at a major uh, defense contractor. And for me, Leadership right now is coalescing a group of individuals around a vision to execute as a team our mission. And our mission here is to deliver product to the warfighter. And that's my primary aim. And that's what we care about. And so that's what leadership is to me right now. And that's what I've been trying to do for the two and a half years that I've been in command here. Well, we so appreciate your service and the service of those that are working with you, those, those that you lead. It's amazing. In fact, for our, for our audience, I'll let you know that I was invited to attend a leadership summit that Captain Ryan was the host of, and he was also a speaker. Uh, I got to go to one of his breakout sessions and several other breakout sessions. It was an amazing event. And uh, I just thank you for what you did that day. I know a lot of people are going to take that forward in their careers and in their lives and become better leaders, which is one of your goals is to, is to create better leaders. Yes, sir. And we really learned a lot at that event. We learned a lot by getting ready and putting on that event. And that was really the inaugural uh, leadership forum that we had at my organization. And the goal of that really was a culmination of what I've tried to do at this organization for the last two and a half years. So when I first got here, I knew I wanted to infuse leader development into every segment of the organization, all the way down to the most junior person in the organization. And so I started doing that by working with my senior leadership team. And every month, my senior leadership team gets together and we do 
uh, we study a leadership book or article or something like that. We just got finished with Turn the Ship Around, which is uh, a book talking about a Navy submariner uh, captain who had a lot of great experiences um, throughout his military career. We're getting ready to start uh, another section. And so I do that monthly with my senior leadership team. And I also meet with my military team monthly, where we're currently going through Hack Your Bureaucracy, which is a great book for us to go through uh, because we are working in multiple bureaucracies here. <laughs> and so we're learning how to do that better. But the piece that I was really missing was how to get everything that we were trying to teach at the senior leadership level and at the military level down to the most junior person in the organization. And the leadership forum was the way that we did that. And so as you experienced, we had both breakout sessions and a large group session where we brought in three guest speakers, some of whom uh, you are familiar with because one of them was a volume one uh, contributor to Voices for Leadership and others that you've now gotten to meet since then. And so we had three primary speakers in the large session. We had five different breakout sessions uh, led by various people where there were four different options at, in each of the breakout sessions so that everybody could get a flavor of what they wanted to. And uh, the response from my organization was amazing. And the group that I used to put that together is my leadership table, and they're excited to do it again. So we'll see what comes for next year. Ryan, that's so great to hear you talk about that event, the enthusiasm you had for it and you still have for it today. Shout out to our friend Glenn Gonzalez, that author you mentioned from, from volume one. And, you know, you and I and Glenn, of course, you guys get to fly these jets at these massive speeds. I get to put around in a Piper or a Cessna, but we share, you know, being pilots as, as, and friends and have that, that as, a, as a fun thing. But as you know, here, you hear me every episode, those that listen to this podcast a long time, I say, build yourself and build others. When I got invited to an event where you're going to have multiple speakers that just really poured into me, I, I was building myself that day, took copious amounts of notes from all of the, the breakout sessions and the speakers. And it's just a way, even though I do these things, it's a way for me to refresh and, and get some more fuel for my tank. So thank you for allowing me to participate in that event. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. Yes, uh, you know, uh, you find anytime you do leader development that you have to lead yourself first. And John Maxwell says that's the hardest person you'll ever lead is leading yourself. And so uh, it's a continuous improvement project, which is what I tell everybody here. I'm still working to improve. I'm taking what I'm learning and passing it on to you so that you can improve and you can do the same for all those people that are working for you. And when you do that, you can infuse that leader development down to the most junior person in your organization. And without that, I think there are other things you can do to improve your organization, but I think it's the thing that will most rapidly improve your organization. 
Absolutely. And you say that it reminds me two weeks ago, we had our inaugural Voices for Leadership retreat. And one of our co-authors, Velma Knowles, it's going to be in volume two. She introduced me to this acronym and you're going to like this one. Fly. First lead yourself. I said, Velma, I got to steal that one as a pilot and as a trainer. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this. She said, you feel free to use it, but fly first lead yourself. And think about that. You know, a lot of times we get some people that don't that lack some experiences in life and they want to be uh, personal coaches. And you're like, what are you going to coach from? What experience are you going to coach from? So I think it's great that uh, you've had the experience you've had and you, you've led this organization of people in, in a structure like, like you mentioned. You know, there's so much bureaucracy that you have to work around and still lead and still pr produce results. And so it's just amazing what you've done there. As I experienced, you know, meeting the people that you lead, they have such respect for you. And, that, and that's not just canned respect. It's, it's, a, it's a heartfelt respect that I, that I felt that day. So let's talk about being a change your world facilitator. I mean, how important it is for people to have a change their world. I mean, it's a mindset thing where we can say, I can change the world. So tell us a little bit about your experience facilitating the, those workshops and, and how you've helped people recognize we can change the world one person at a time. Yeah, exactly, Brian. So I've been a John Maxwell reader for a long time. I was really first introduced to John Maxwell in 2009 when I was stationed in Wichita, Kansas. And the commander that I had at that time uh, took his senior leadership team through the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, which of course is probably the flagship book for John Maxwell. Um, but that was my first experience with John Maxwell. And I just found the uh, entire concept to be very engaging. I really latched onto it, um, both from the perspective of the content in the 21 laws, as well as this concept of, hey, the commander is, is teaching this to a senior leadership team, and then we're trying to implement it in everything that we're doing. And so I learned to do that from him. And as I moved on from that job, I continued to uh, follow his example with each of the teams that I had. And I continued to read more John Maxwell. Fast forward to, you know, just before the pandemic started is when Change Your World was released. And that was a joint book with John Maxwell and Rob Hoskins. And the timing was just fortuitous there that uh, it came out right before the pandemic started. But certainly the pandemic set up you know, conditions that we hadn't seen before. And there was opportunity in those conditions to do things different than we had done before. And so when I started reading Change Your World, I was like, man, everything in this book is just speaking to me about, you know, the impact that we can have and how we can add value to others with everything that we do. And so I read the book and then um, somehow through John Maxwell Communications, I got connected to the facilitator classes or the transformation tables, actually, that um, are part of that book. And so I first went as a um, student <laughs> um, and went to the first 12 weeks of uh, Change Your World. And the first six lessons were on values and the second six lessons are on change. And so they use the value section to really set the, the bedrock or the standard for what the book is based on. And then the second six lessons are about the steps that you can take to actually go and make change in your world, whether that's through working for a nonprofit, whether it's starting your own nonprofit, whether it would be working through your church, whether it's your organization that you have working, whether it's 
changing your location, work, and everything, um, what you can do to change your world. And so my facilitator in that group was one of your Voices for Leadership Volume 1 authors. And so um, I got introduced uh, to Joe through that time. And after that, one of the ways that I chose to make change following being in his group was to be a facilitator of my own. And so I took the facilitator training and have been able to walk four different groups now through uh, the Change Your World curriculum. And I've met people that I never would have met. I've been exposed to uh, a whole bunch of different thoughts that I never would have been uh, exposed to before. And each of those times, even though I was now the facilitator, I still took all the, the lessons and did all the action items and, um, and my family and my community and hopefully my work are better off because of it. I think they are, as I believe, thousands of people have been transformed by those tables and workshops that were part of that. You mentioned D Joe Dukevich. Joe's been a friend of mine. In fact, he's helped me with the Live to Lead event that we host locally over the last four years, been a, an advocate, friend, supporter, uh, and Joe's just a great guy. In fact, he did partner with me on the uh, Voices for Leadership retreat that we had a few weeks ago, and just a great guy, definitely a change your world type person. Uh, so, so glad that, and, and he introduced us as you alluded to. So shout out to Joe Dukevich here on the podcast. Thanks. Thanks Joe for the introduction. Let's also talk about working genius. You're a facilitator for that as well. I've enjoyed hearing more about that. So tell us what you do for clients uh, as a facilitator of the working genius. Sure. So working genius is a model that Patrick Lynchoni developed uh, over the pandemic um, and I hadn't really been familiar with Patrick Lynchoni until uh, right when I got here and I started hearing about uh, ideal team player and um, five dysfunctions of a team. And around that same time is when the working genius model came out. And what the working genius model is, is it is a model with six elements that really explains um, those things that bring each person joy, um, excitement, and uh, pleasure. So it's more related to those things that you do at work that you really enjoy doing rather than the things that you have to do or even the things that you might just be good at because you can be really good at something but not really enjoy doing it. Um, and so this is this is a model that's really all about what it is that you enjoy doing, what brings you excitement and what aligns with your passion in the work environment. And the way that you can use it with teams is as a productivity tool. Because if you have a team, you've got group a group of people, each of which have two elements out of the model as their genius, two elements out of the model as their competency, and two elements out of the model as their frustrations. And if you have people working every day in their frustrations, they're gonna go home exhausted, they're gonna go home not wanting to come back to work the next day, and they're not going to be giving their best effort to you. But if instead you have people working in their geniuses, then the environment's going to be completely different. People are going to be satisfied in what they're doing. They're going to be happy to volunteer and they're going to go home at the end of the day, excited and ready to come back the next day. And so what I'm able to do is I went through the day and a half uh, facilitation course with Patrick Lincioni and became certified as a facilitator. And so I can walk individuals or teams through the model through either a two hour or four hour introduction. And uh, I can take a team 
and I can uh, develop a team map that shows and plots each individual's geniuses and frustrations so we can see how those align with the phases of work. And we can see how uh, when a work product starts here, who is best aligned to work on that? And as a work product finishes, who is the best aligned to work on that? And it's really been insightful for the teams that I've walked through that. Yeah, it, it for me, what I noticed is that widget model is so easy to understand and and really you helped me through that when, when I did the uh, working genius model. So uh, thanks for that. And, and let me, we're, we're at that point, man, we're going to have to shut this thing down, but you did mention a couple of books that I just want to reinforce and recommend that turn your ship around with Dave Marquette. Who's a, he's a local guy here in central Florida. Uh, that is one of my favorite books, five dysfunctions of a team. What an amazing book. I actually listened to that one on audio and it was a really good listen. So Listeners, you heard this. I mean, in, in, in Ryan's bio, he thinks it's important to say he is an avid reader. Reading is so important. And I used to say that, that readers are leaders. And then I realized not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. So that's right. Get, I, I had to get that straightened out of bye bye, get the right uh, orientation. So, Ryan, how can someone get in contact with you? Let's, let's say they want you to help them with this change your world or through the uh, working genius. How can they get in contact with you? Yeah, thanks, Brian. So uh, I'll give you my uh, Gmail address that is uh, focused on the leadership consulting piece. And that email is cruxleaders, so C-R-U-X leaders at gmail.com. And the crux is a climbing term. As you said, I was, I'm passionate about climbing mountains. Crux is a climbing term, and it's the most difficult point of the climb. So whether it's you scaling a 14,000 foot peak or climbing up a vertical rock face, uh, wherever the most difficult move is or the most difficult section of that climb is called the crux. So as a leadership consultant, I wanna help people move through that crux and find the strategies that they need to get through their most difficult challenges. And so I bring in a lot of, uh, of analogies from uh, the climbing world and the backpacking and hiking world, as well as some of the things I do on the physical side, like Spartan races, um, where I can I can bring some of those analogies to bear and help people find uh, what their elements are. So once again, that's crux leaders, C-R-U-X leaders at gmail.com. And I'll uh, do my best to answer you there as quickly as possible. We will definitely put that in our show notes for our listeners. Thank you for listening to the Build Your Success podcast today. Ryan and I both dropped some names of our Voices for Leadership members and authors. We would love to invite you to join our community, the VFL community. Uh, you go to our website, vflcommunity.com. Join that. You try it for a dollar a month. In fact, if you'll email me directly, brianb at buildcs.net, I'll get you a two-month free coupon. So we just want to invite more people that are, that are intentional about spending time with a community of, or surrounded around leadership and holding each other accountable on a monthly basis. So love to invite you to do that. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Thanks, Brian. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.